in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. back to in the cabbage i'm your boy tommy sway to my right or your left andrew yo yo yo. what is up buddy how you doing chilling dude chilling you know nice we were just talking a little bit about um jobs and we saw like a little news article that ups is you know gonna up the wage to one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year i believe would you be able to do that right now Drive a truck. I mean, that's such a t- uh, yes. I feel like I could. I might go a little stir crazy after time, uh, after a little bit of time, though. I feel like I always see those guys, and no one ever really has a great smile on their face. Yeah, but unless you're like, I, I just don't know if that's me. I don't know if that's the money sounds great. The is it 125, 150? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's more around there. Okay. It's, in the, it's you know, over 100,000. See, that's fantastic. And especially if I'm on like a, a morning ish route, give me like a seven to four kind of type gig right and like i don't know i feel like it's what you make of it right i feel like once you're doing all of these deliveries and you're like popping into these places you're kind of saying what's up to people it's fun but the interactions are short um so i don't know yeah but i would be i feel like if short interactions for me come in smile say a joke and then get out of there for me it's kind of nice yeah you you rock that yeah you're really good at that. I don't, I mean, I would go in there, hey, what's up? How's it going? And then like, you know, that'd be, that'd be it. Get out of there. I yeah. Think I think that's what you got to do though, you know? I just don't want to deal with the stress of it. It's not like you're waking up late either. You're waking up early, I yeah. assume. Yeah. And there's also like night runs too, you know? You like, to like just your schedules, garbage. Well, yeah, maybe work some weekends too. For sure. Working like almost around the clock when it comes to like Christmas time and the holidays. Not like really around the clock, but right. you're certainly working a little bit of overtime. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. If that's offered to me right now, I'd probably say yeah. But then, you know, what is that really doing for the resume boost? I don't I don't know. It's a really tough one. Because I'm, I'm feeling so lost with the career, I'm just going to say yeah. Let's just, you know, hand that to me. Yeah. I think if I was in a, you know, a better situation, it wouldn't sound so tantalizing. Yeah. Agreed. You know? Agreed. But, um, you do a lot of soul searching, I assume, in that car. Oh, you have to, right? I mean, you're, 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 you're digging in the depths of your soul in that truck, no? You are lost in there. And, you, you know, you get, you become, uh, I would imagine, a huge fan of podcasts and videos. You become an expert in, like, American history if you want to. You can become an expert in, like, the Mayan language. You know, you know you, that's <laughs> a really cool... I would have never... You just got out. You can learn another language if you want to. Just practice really it all could. day. All day. Which would be sick. It's such a cool... I never even thought of that. You get if, great benefits too. Right. If you really wanted to, like on your free time, you really could be like, you know what? I want to be... I want to start a biz, small business selling this. I'm going to just for the next six months, it's all I'm going to consume. Yeah. If it sticks, it sticks. You know what I mean? Audiobooks. 
you could do a lot of stuff in that car for a long time because you're in there for six and a half, seven hours a day at least. Yeah, but I think you have to, like you said earlier, you have to become a packer first. Yeah, you do. You do. I, I got so a, there's I got no a, way I'm doing that. Yeah, I got a buddy that has that's been doing it for a little while. I think he's now on like year four, you know, and packing and loading. And My back would be so jacked up. Are you kidding me? I, there's no, I mean... No I thought you offered it to me when I didn't have to do all that. I look at a box funny and my back just goes Hayward. Well, yeah, we got to get that MRI going for you, buddy. Yeah, I know. And also, you know, I'm a little bit uh, overall just a little bit banged up as well. Just coming into tonight, battling a little bit of a cold, yeah, but we're fight, here fighting through the fighting elements. through. And I also might as well have just broken my toes on the corner of my couch before coming over here. too. <laughs> I mean, is there anything worse Besides maybe stepping on like a Lego or like rock or something like that. I I mean, you might as well have, you know, put a splint mm -hmm. on the outer two parts of my toe, <laughs> tied those little piggies up <laughs> and just taken a jackhammer to that thing. I mean, I heard a crack and I heard like a little pop. Oh my God, I you went really good. running. Yeah, it just, I crushed it. And it, my foot is is hurting right now. And I'm a little bit concerned. It's not, it's not swollen or it's not, um, it's not a little black and blue yet. But I mean, I did it like two hours ago. <laughs> Damn, dude, I didn't know you blasted your toes. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm stubbing your toe. Awful. Yeah. Slamming your finger in something by accident? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen very often. No. But when do it that. does, oh, I've gotten my finger slammed in a car door before. That's, oh. it's devastating. Yeah. Fingers like I, showing on through the other side. <laughs> people are just, open the door, open the door. <laughs> just a sheer frantic on those happen? people. I was, I was, dude, it was in a basketball tournament. <laughs> no. I had a parent slam the car door on me when I'm hopping in. My hand's right there. Just wham on my right hand. <laughs> Shout out Wayne Runyon, dude. Oh, no. Damn. How what, were they broken? No, but I bled out of my fingernail. Would you play? Yeah, I played. Yeah, baby, you played. Play? Come on now. I mean, not broken. It was yeah. a little, it was a little rattled. Oh, boy. You know, I was bleeding out like, you know, the little, uh, just the nail part of the sides. Okay. I feel but, like we're I feel like we're in the part of our relationship where like we've known each other for so long, these old stories we haven't told before are now circulating again. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Because I'm sure you've told me you've broken your like, you know, slammed your car. Maybe at know. some point. It's just not one that's you're actually like talking about too often, but you know, we're yeah. talking about when you're like you're biting your lip. That's another big one for me. I oh, hate doing I that. I bite my lip and my tongue all the time. Oh my god. And then once you do it once, you do it again. Yeah, yeah. Right it's after a, it's a reoccurring cycle. You chew every chew gum, and you're like, "I need this gum though," and then you bite it again. Oh man, I bit my um, <laughs> when it's fun story again for self injuries. Okay, um, we were. I was at a dentist office. Guy numbs my mouth up. Okay, right. I'm so totally numb. He completely. I'm a kid too. I think I'm like. Right. I'm like where they still have goldfish in the tanks. You get a toy afterwards. Those are kind of the good days of dentists. Oh, I you know? loved it. Well, can't, can we just bring that back actually for the adult world? Because every time, you, like we said, you go to a dentist, it's never good news. No, it never is. You never go in the dentist and you come out like, thank God that was <laughs> that was perfect. And they're always like, you could floss a little bit more. And I'm like, yeah, no uh, kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just floss for a week before coming here. Like, <laughs> I, it's better than me. I just do the night before in the morning of. <laughs> I have the worst teeth, man. Uh, come, like my mom has really bad teeth. My dad 
has better teeth, but my mom and my hatter side just don't have yeah, very my, strong know, teeth. I'm with you. I feel I'm like I you. crack it on like chewing a nail now. Yeah, I'm worried about that. <laughs> I, I've like stopped biting my nails basically. I've used like a fingernail trimmer for like the first time in my entire life the other day. Oh man. Because really of the sheer up. panic and fear that my teeth are not going to make it to the age of 40. But I mean, you know, I'm going to go with dentures, let me tell you. But uh, people you can, who you can get those things looking right, let me tell you. <laughs> you can. Real, you can get them really nice now, man. Of course. Um, just hopefully get to that place where if I need, if my teeth going the way they keep going, just um, new new teeth. Someone's got to tell us, and no one is, but someone's got it's got to be out there somewhere. Maybe we do a little bit of d- deep dive. But how come the celebrities? until like the age of like 65 have like the most incredibly smiles. They just have the best looking teeth. Well, it's all fake. They all have fake teeth. Is that really what it is? Most of them have fake teeth. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be it, right? There's no way those are the original puppies over there. No. (laughs) Will Will Compton, Taylor One, both fake grills. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Like okay. it's really well. Now I'm not that worried. Then maybe I just invest in some really nice looking, maybe a nice looking smile. Maybe eventually. Little chompers. Yeah, you can't. You can't go too late now. You can't be like 55 switching up the smile. We gotta get new teeth here in the next five years. Yeah, I'll get them on 55. I don't care. You don't care. No. Come back and your kids are like, what's wrong with dad? He's got like, cool. a pulling in white to, smile. You get to 55 and buy your fingernails <laughs> for 40 years and see what happens, dude. Like. Oh, yeah, man. you're setting yourself up for a complete and utter failure. I just want to have some teeth again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just getting old, dog. I won the next five years. Like, I, Oh, you you are like considering this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. If I make some cash, it's like, first things if I start making money. I'm going to list them off here. We're okay. going to have some fun with it. Okay, let's see it. New golf clubs. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a given. Brand new set. Golf trip. Golf trip. Yeah, you got to coincide. You have All, to intertwine I mean, like, the two. I'm talking about not the fun stuff. Okay. Like the obvious stuff. Golf trip, travel with the wife, house right. upgrades. Okay. Of course. So golf clubs, number one purchase. Dumb stuff. Golf clubs. Okay. Real gold chain. Wow. If you're making like bank bank, like someone hands uh, yeah, you like, like, you know, 10 million right now. Oh, no. Real gold chain is like, you know, 20K. Right, I was saying if someone hands you ten dollars or ten million right now, basically, uh-huh. and oh yeah, I could just or go five for it. or five million, that would be a pretty realistic number. Five million. Yeah, I mean, then I'm going crazy. And when I'm going more conservative, if I had five million in the bank, well, obviously a house or you know you get a car. Right. If you get a little bit of money, and then that's some of the other stuff you're going for. So okay, golf clubs, real mm-hmm. gold chain, real gold chain. Hmm. Really nice golf shoes. Probably just a bunch of different golf shoes. Yeah. And normal shoes. I'm 100% upgrading the wardrobe if I get some decent cash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm wearing stuff from high school still, dog. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with I just you. had my 10-year reunion. I'm coming up on number 11 here. Yeah. I'm wearing, like, I just got brand new shirts and I wear them, like, every other day. Yeah. And I wear them out and they're just, you know, then they're dust. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, need, I'm back to old reliable here. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to go back to the one that's been lasting forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, something new though that I wanted to talk to you about yeah. was you saw, you know, Travis, Kelsey and Taylor. I mean, it's the talk of the town right now. It really is. It's all over the Instagram. You know, you see it on the sidelines. Football players are freaking out. Right. Pointing up to the box up there. Waving at her. It's it's un- unbelievable. 
it's crazy. Um, Travis but, uh, Kelsey's sales are going up uh, 400% for his jersey right now. Yeah, I mean, it's... Booming. It's a great relationship. The Swifties and the NFL fans, I feel like, can get along great. I think it makes sense. Um, I just don't know. Are they officially, officially dating? I think so. I okay, think, we're going to talk about this as we assume that they are actually together. Yeah, I'm with it. So... I actually, um, why do you think that would be a good matchup? Swifties and NFL. Um, I think Travis Kelsey is top five biggest personalities in football right now. Totally. He's on the number one podcast in sports. NFL players for sure. Yeah. And um, podcasts, he's becoming really popular. I mean, he's on the best team. One of the best teams yeah. or has been the best team. He's got a couple rings. couple rings. He's got a dynasty under his belt, basically. Breaking records. Maybe being, being considered top five best tight ends of all time. I think you can throw him in the top three right now. He's growing. Easy. He's growing. You know, yeah. he's getting there. Um, and under, you know, in an age where I think he wants to be a bit more serious. Yeah. Um, At 33? Yeah. Getting to that spot. He already had his time with his dating show and went on like that reality TV show, whatever. Right. The so hell he's it used was. to like cameras and his SNL, I never watched it, I guess was great. Big personality. So loves like, loves limelight. That that works. And he's, you know, I think he'd be good because he seems a little, he's from Ohio, you know, a little bit more small town, true small town guy. And I don't know, it just seems like he genuine, handle, yeah, yeah, genuine. Genuine upbringing, really cool family, you know, but also just got that major swag and loves putting on the show. I, I mean, it really works well. Um, you know, Taylor Swift grew up in Philly. So right. I mean, like, you know, if we're talking like, you know, reserved upbringings or whatever, you know, you kind of have that in the back pocket and work for the two of them. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. They just seem like a more realistic couple. Like Travis totally. Kelsey isn't like 10 out of 10 handsome. He's pretty damn handsome. Pretty, But he's not like a, he's not a like a Ryan Gosling, a you know, Brad Pitt. That's true. He's not he's not actor hot. Well, it's like, you know, it's it's like a supermodel compared to an actor right. or a professional now, athlete. What I'm saying is with Taylor Swift isn't also like a 10 out of 10 celebrity. Exactly. I agree. Like a, the, the biggest A-lister there is though. A plus, most popular person in the world right now. Yeah, exactly. Um which obviously makes you a 10 out of 10. The intangibles is, you know, one of the reasons. But looks-wise... I see where you put... I see where you're like going the with The looks-wise, they match up well. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't... I would say Ryan Gosling is, like, traditionally better looking than Taylor Swift would be. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... I mean, that's... You're in your right, and I definitely can see why. Because, you know, you have to have a certain amount of talent, but... You no, know, there's no arguments there. Right. There's no arguments there. Um, where would you... Where would you rank... Taylor Swift and uh Well, I I really do I mean, I'm so bad with like just famous people in general. So you put me on the spot. I'm coming up with just straight garbage. So what I will do mm -hmm. is I'll go on the record and say that I don't really know um you know, when I see have seen Taylor Swift with with a lot of her ex-boyfriends, mm -hmm. they aren't like the biggest like they aren't just like, you know, taller dude. She's tall. She's like 5'10", 5'11". Right. the guy who's like athletic Yes, and big. exactly. Like she kind of like, it just looks like it fits. 
it really does. well. They and both have the fashion and they all of that. And I, you know, if we're gonna really rate, because I don't really have like a a comparable like person to really throw out there, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, Taylor Swift as like looks wise, yeah, mm-hmm. she's got to be like high eights. For sure. I mean, nine, she's a ten, ten, nine, three. Like, like you said, she's a ten because of everything else. But we're just saying eight, like, eight to nine, three, just on looks alone, right? <laughs> love that i mean that's that's a really high that's how you just yeah that's like top of the line sure you're a tough grader i again if you're you gotta have room for the tens (laughs) now i just look like a dick yeah (laughs) my my real lack of knowledge here is just really coming to bite me in the ass i just put that up on a t now it's gonna be online forever I'm Go sure on the record, and the this podcast will never blow up because we <laughs> yeah. we don't think Taylor Swift's hot. <laughs> I I let me just preface: she's a good-looking lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm no one to talk. He has no one to talk. You know what I mean? We're just two idiots on a mic, <laughs> <laughs> just having fun. But um, that's got to be how dumb shit is said all the time. All the you time. stick a mic in front of you at the wrong time, and then boom, you're just on the record forever. Yeah, we're having fun with it. Yeah, we we, we you know who cares? Anyways. <laughs> Um, I thought it was funny though, like the um, that Travis Kelsey's mom and Taylor Swift are sa- sharing like a booth together. I thought it was really cool, but I thought it must have been weird from the mom's perspective. Like, you know, this mom's gonna be like judging this girl they're dating, and it's a mom. Yeah, right? you have Moms to always are like, "Are you gonna fit with my son?" Well, it's a natural mom thing, parent thing in general, and no matter who they are, if you're a good parent, I don't care if. You know, my son walks in with Taylor Swift. I'm still going to be like, who is this girl? Of course. Like, what are your intentions? Right. What's going on here? Is Travis is going to be another like fall for you? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know like what like she needs to like has to do because that's like the most popular person in the world. Everyone's like idol right now. Like, how do you sit there and judge her? Like, I don't. Right. I know. Be like, that's crazy. So, what do you do for work? Like, you know, because <laughs> like the Swifties literally do like a ride or die, and they and they see Taylor Swift just absolutely on a pedestal, and like you know, you know, to her point, right. she really is like you know on on fire, does everything perfectly well, a super good business lady, extremely smart, like right. has created this entire brand for herself, and like does everything. Very, it's very calculated how she like runs her business and tours and and promotions and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's like I see your point because it's very much a what are your intentions? What are you trying to get out of this? Are you serious? But also you don't you don't want to insult them. You don't want to insult Taylor, right? Because you also know like you know her like the most popular person in the world. Like you probably very instantly can know a lot about her. But it's gotta be weird just to be like. My son's dating essentially Michael Jackson. Is yeah. like the next most popular person I can think of right now. Yeah. Like that's crazy. The most I know. Most she has like the last year or two has been just Taylor. Do you Swift. think um do you think it's maybe the opposite? Do you think Taylor is maybe trying to impress? For sure. You think it's the same similar I think, roles? I think you fall right they're human beings, you fall right back into the roles of I'm sure it's harder for her. Yeah. I'm okay, sure it's I agree hard. with that. I was sure it's not like she doesn't need really want to come in and be like kissing ass. Yeah. 
She's like, in reality, I really don't need your permission. I'm sure she's uh, trying to be sweet and like, you know. I also don't know how real it even seems, this relationship, to be honest. I, I have a hard time, and this is just me personally, I have a hard time with just celebrity relationships and how real are they. Right. Like, I have no... Like, you just, you're going to act differently when cameras are in front of you. And, like, when the cameras get taken away, like, what is it like? And you keep acting like that? You just hope that it's got to be as genuine as possible. But, again, it's just one of those things. It's just, it's, people have their vendettas or, you know, there may be their ways of how they want to handle certain business situations that they're currently going through. So, maybe that's going to, like, shift the way that maybe they're interacting with their partner. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems very, there's a lot of variables to the whole thing. Yeah. So I have a hard time with it in general for me. It's weird to be like, I don't know if the tensions are real or not. Let's just, you know, it's just a very funny situation. Like, and I think it's going to be all everyone talks about for months and months and months and months. That's all we're going to hear about. Travis Kelsey needs to get his game on lockdown though. He looks good still. Not talking football game. Oh, talking about his. Yeah, I mean the dude's representing the NFL at this point. I mean the microscope is on is on the NFL. It's the talk of the world right right now at this point. Yeah, he's still. It's it's cool because I've been watching his podcast and he seems like the guy. No matter what, football's first. Yep. He's only a great coach, great team. He loves football. Football's his life. You don't get that good without being your life and having that mentality. So no matter what, football's first for him. So I think he still needs to be Travis. Like, you know, he still needs to throw his helmet. He still needs to get frustrated. Totally. But he needs to do a good job with dating this chick. Oh, has to. Like, can't be a dick. If he's going to break up with her, break up with her. It's going to it's gonna rattle him. I mean, there's going to be millions of messages referencing, tagging him. Everything he does. Oh, yeah. Every like, little move. So, I don't know. That, that scrutiny, too, is crazy. I won't be the type of... I won't be, like, a pro golfer famous. Yeah, give me, like, you know... Give me, give me top, top ten to five. I don't even need to be number one. Like, yeah, I, I just like somewhere where if, like a true person would know who you were, like in your like you know industry, right? Like a golf, like a golf fan would know who I am, mm-hmm. not like a person who works, you know, whatever, doing nothing in my industry. Yeah, I, I just I would re- I would really struggle with all that. And all that would just go to your head all the time. I'd go I, I would straight just, to my noggin. It, it would just go straight to. I my mean, head, I wouldn't bro. be playing at that level if it was going to my head. Honestly, oh my god, I would <laughs> go straight to my dome. I'd go straight to therapy. Oh, you'd have to. If I go to stardom, we're getting therapists. Oh yeah, that's, get, that's our first real sign right there. Oh, daily for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it feels so good doing that. Doing therapy though, have you ever done it before? Um. I mean, I consider this therapy at times. Right. At and times. I, I know people definitely uh, feel that way with like crafts and stuff like that. But not to a therapist directly, no. You would love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. It, it's nice to just unfilter, like unopinioned people. It's like talking to a wall that has like, that kind of just agrees with you. And it's insightful at the same time, maybe. Right. They agree. They don't like deny what you're saying, no matter how crazy it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they give you tips and insights and tricks, a good one will on how to, you know, help you out. And it's sometimes when I go and I'm having a really shitty couple of weeks and I go, I feel like I can just 
unload all my crazy on somebody. Like take, a, take a big old dump in that office. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I always, I always go, man, it must be hard to my therapist. Like it must be hard to do this every day for people right. just to come in and just like come in just and unload all the shit and then, and then leave you pack it all up. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but I do the same. Like I have to do the same with your guys' stuff. So like, and I just leave it here. Like when I leave this office, I am no longer. He has like another like therapist. Like he just, he no, no, to? he just like leaves it. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't. He doesn't take like you don't take work home with you. It's the same vibe. Totally. Which is crazy because it's like, well, those are my emotions and feelings. But like in reality, it's like, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a job. At it's the a, end of the day, it is, and you have to do it like that. It's the only way it works. Um, I also wanted to talk about. This is one of those football topic here. Um, Bill Belichick having another awful season. I'm going to bring some notes here for the for the fans of In the Cabbage, the Cabbage Heads, who are huge supporters of Taylor Swift, I might add. Yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> and the girl couldn't be more gorgeous. Let's just, you know. It's just a straight dime piece. <laughs> Look no further. <laughs> and whatever we To said, the definition of beautiful. <laughs> to, back, to backtrack heavy. And make sure no one hates us. Um, yeah, we're screwed. It was already it's clipped. It's, They're gonna, too, it's too good clip. too. We can't like not, you know. It's gonna get up there. <laughs> if it's not this week, it's maybe next. Maybe when the hype. We're gonna know, say something down. dumb at some point. If that's the worst things people think we say dumb, then what it is what it is. You know what I mean? There's no revising my answer either. It's it's full, firmly cemented in there. <laughs> All right. So Bill Belichick. As Look at, I, I want to point out though, real quick. Look at us doing a little uh, little research beforehand. This, this is like. Um, season 1.5 for In the Cabbage. Yeah, this is great. Let's season roll out the red carpet for something new. Is going to keep getting better. And I think if we keep having hot topics on how hot Taylor Swift is, we're going to jump the charts pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to say the most heinous shit. <laughs> just get up there. Um, so without Tom Brady, he is 79 and 88 with seven losing seasons as a head coach. Okay. With a head with Tom Brady as coach, he's two hundred or as quarterback, he's two hundred nineteen and sixty four. Yeah, um, he's won Super Bowls without Tom Brady, but as a defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells, mm -hmm. and Bill Parcells never won a championship without um, Bill Belichick. I gonna throw this out here, and I and I went deftly quiet in my house because of it. It's another really hot topic here. We're dancing in some boiling water. But Bill Belichick. Jump right in. Is overrated. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. And um, especially with Bustin' the Boys who interview a lot of football players and some of them being expatriates. The words I hear are he's a great coach, but he's like a dick. Like he's a good coach, but like he sucks. It's like a person. Like, right. He's hard. He's harsh. He basically like pushed Tom Brady out. Um, and it's just uh, to me with those stats, he's not one without Tom Brady. Like as head coach, he's has seven losing seasons. They out of his again. out of his like twenty three years, right? And I don't know how many seasons it is. Roughly like maybe what eight, ten. 10 seasons. Roughly. Okay. So 10 seasons without Tom Brady. He's had seven losing seasons. I, I mean, you, you, they're clearly the magic right there. If he is truly defensive minded, which I have heard and will back you up on because, um, 
you know, Bustin' with the Boys will talk about it as well. And um, New Heights will also talk about it as well. Kelsey Bros. How good of a defensive coach uh, Bill Belichick is. Yeah, he's a great def- defensive-minded coach. But if you're not putting points on the board, you ain't going to win. Right. And so Tom Brady made it look really easy and so great. Tom Brady was just unbelievable at calling audibles of reading defenses. And Bill Belichick just cleaned his hands and like, great, let me just focus on the other side of the ball. Maybe that's why they created a dynasty. But, you know, there's not a lot of Tom Brady's floating around in the NFL. Yeah, and it seems like they didn't appreciate him towards the end of his seasons there. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Patriots organization and the way they handled it. Tom Brady wanted to play until he was 45 years old in the Patriots uniform. Why, why didn't you just let him do that? Yeah, like you guys thought you were in just... Con- they had full, full like thinking they were just after 20 seasons of dominance. They were just going to like hop off Tom Brady and jump on to the next person. I get it. Maybe it's a business move, but like, can't you just ride it out? I mean, you're going to, you have a top five quarterback. I guarantee you Tom Brady will come back. If he were to come back in, he would be better than half of the QBs in the league right now. If his shoulder, if he could throw the ball still, his shoulder looked great last year. Yeah. Still throwing like 40 yard bombs, like with a little bit of zip and pace on him. Like, sure. Maybe it wasn't like where, where it used to be, but I mean, the dude can put a little zing on it. You're right. And if you can do Throw that, the ball way further the than me. The quarterbacks this, this year suck. Yeah. I mean, there's like maybe three elite quarterbacks right now. Well, we got two on the Dolphins. They're just running it up. But, but is two an elite quarterback? I think that's the big question. He's got elite playmakers. Right. And a really good head coach. He's a wizard with, on the offense. Maybe maybe McDaniels needs to go and like teach Bill Belichick a thing or two, but he might be too stubborn to listen to him. So Yeah, I think Bill Belichick needs to go. I, I agree, dude. I think he's overrated, and I was trying to think of any other head coaches that, you know, might be a little bit overrated. I thought for a second maybe Doc Rivers was a, was a little bit overrated. but I think Doc Rivers is overrated. A little bit. He always seems to get jobs. He, he has winning seasons, but he's never won a championship. He had a lot of talent around him, but, you know, I, I did watch the... He hasn't won one recently. Yeah, and I have a little sympathy for him um, just because of the TV show on Netflix. Right. It was like the coach's game plan, and I watched his um, his documentary. And, of course, again, it's tailored to him and how he wants to tell the story, but it's all their beliefs and what they hold true to their heart and how they're going to relay a message to a team, get them on board, and bring them along. And so, you know, I don't think, I don't think he is, there's, there's no way of me saying he's a bad coach, but maybe there was just a little bit too much hype around him and to, for him being one of the better coaches. And I think he's a great coach still, but maybe not in like that upper, you know, tier that everyone may, may think he's in. Right. So same with Bill Belichick again, good, great coach, but maybe he gets too much praise for maybe what he's accomplished. Because a lot of it falls on the shoulders of Tom Brady. And I think it just proves that he left and he won a championship and, you know, Bill Belichick hasn't even sniffed it. Yeah, they've been terrible without him. And I get some of it's drafting and all that stuff, but, like, you've ridden with your quarterback. You haven't left him. You think he's the guy. Like, you haven't really drafted anyone. You let go of Jacoby Myers, which he looks... He looks great over the Raiders. Looks great at the Raiders. Like, you just are letting talent go and you're holding on to the wrong stuff and 
I mean, no one really likes those locker rooms. Nowadays, you need to have a good locker room. You need to have a good facilities. You need to have a fun coach. Like, but Daniels is going to change the NFL. Yeah. Like what it, he's doing, for sure. Like, he's just letting the players be players over there from what I feel like. That's, that's a fair and assessment. Like he's just drawing up plays, and he just throws them on the field, and he's working. I feel like if you put whatever player he needed out there, you gave him, like, you know, Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, and, like, a couple different wide receivers, I feel like he would, everyone would just be just as doing as well. You know, it's just like the Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid is an incredible coach. Right. I think Andy Reid is way better than Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. And he lets the players be players. We kind of saw that in the quarterback documentary on Netflix where, you know, the players will come up with their own plays. And if Andy Reid likes it, I mean, he's got the final say, oh, he'll let them run it. You know, get super rowdy in the in the locker room. You know how much that fun that it must be to, like, drop a play with your boys and bring it to the NFL. Oh, my work. God. And put that, like, as a two-point conversion. Right. You know? Oh, my God. For, like, a game winner. That's so much fun. You'd be losing that's your sick. minds. Yeah, that's awesome. That's just fun. That's just fun things you want to do. Like, it's just a sport, you know, at the end of the day. Do you have any other qu- head coaches that are a little bit too overrated, in your opinion? Because I brought Doc to the picture. Um, You have to kind of rule out, like, baseball. Baseball, I know even I couldn't even tell like, you a manager. Is it really, really down to like baseball is just like it's all chance basically and probability, and you put good players in good positions. That's your yeah, and you know when to like pull your pitchers. Yeah, so let's take baseball out of the equation. Right. Um, we might have just said something really dumb again, but who knows? Nah, it's true, man. <laughs> we're going for hot topics now. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. We're just here. having fun. We're just two idiots on a mic. If you're listening to us for any sort of like. Real, unless it comes to betting, though, because we're red hot with betting. Yeah, more on that. <laughs> unless we're coming to people with like, I mean, we we're idiots. We're just two buddies sitting on the couch. That's true. We're in the cabbage. We're just flinging things out of here. That's true. We're just hanging out. We're trying to see and if something. If you're lands, listening you know? to us for like real advice, and I'm an idiot, I'm just giving you what helps me or what I know. Sure. Same with you. Sure. But overrated coaches. Um. For football, Bill Belichick is one of, up there for me. Um, Greg Popovich, I don't like him. So, like, to me, it's just, like, uh, overrated. Yeah. Um, you can just argue that he had great talent at that time. and He put together a great offense and very disciplined team. And he had, like, the perfect so, players for it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't love Pop. I thought Popovich was great back when he was, like, not 76 years old. I don't know how old he is. I mean, he's like 95. Dude, he's, he's looked, every time I look at him, he's like knocking on death's door stuff. Yeah, I know. And so back in the day when like, yeah, they had Tony Parker, Omanu, and you got Danny Green and Timmy, Dun- and Timmy Duncan, the big fundamental. Like, you know, you're going to put together some good seasons, but I think he was still pretty solid. I agree with you, though. Not a, not a very personable guy. Yeah, I like personable coaches. I like coaches that can coach for anyone. Yeah. Like, like you said... Um, Phil uh, Mickelson, uh, not Mickelson. I'm blanking on his name, right? Phil Jackson. Thank you. Oh, okay. Phil Jackson. Ooh, Brink got me. I was like, wait, wait, you going, you going, go- you going golf here? <laughs> well, I just think about my swing, and how bad it is. Um, Phil Jackson to me, like two different dynasties, two completely different person, like teams, similar personalities, but 
obviously Kobe and MJ are different and you have to handle them differently. Yeah. And you got Scotty Pippen and you got, um, Dennis Rodman. Thank you. Dennis Rodman, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You yeah. Know, you gotta, just, you gotta manage some egos. Then, you know, um, Steve Kerr, another guy for me. He's great. Who I really Is he enjoy. overrated? Who's your other overrated coach? I don't here? Know. It's hard. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of a coach. Cause Bill Belichick has been my, like, I don't like Bill Belichick at all. This is a really unpopular opinion, but here we are on hot topics. And I think Mike Tomlin's overrated. Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I would say so too. Uh, over. I know he's like literally never had a losing season. Okay. Hot topic though. Hot take. Hot take. Give me some of that heat. But yeah. I think Mike Tomlin is a little overrated. I mean, when I watch the Steelers play, it looks so boring and so sad. Yeah, let's say they're just stuck. They just and look- I and I get it. I get it. Like you know, you're a defensive-minded team, but like get a new offensive coordinator in there. Mike Tomlin runs the defense. Get a new OC. You gotta like do something else, or Mike Tomlin's got to spend a little time and do a little bit more film, and watch some of the more creative stuff that's going on, on offense. Because when you're putting up, you know, twelve points a game, fifteen or like you know, seventeen points a game, right. You're just not going to win any. Like you're just not. It's just really boring football. And you're like the game, it's for progr- it, make the playoffs. Yeah, it's just it. yeah, it's just progressing to not win a championship. You know, if you put up 35 a game, really good chance to have like a good to okay defense and win a championship. Yeah, just get with the times a bit more on it. I agree. I like Mike Tomlin. I just um, I agree. Like I just I, someone's got to win a Super Bowl. You got to get a coach that wants to win it all now. Like, yeah. I get it like winning seasons is great and that's what I want. If I was a head coach, I just want someone who's trying to get, you know, who has been to the dance before or has gotten me there. One me, maybe one, yeah. maybe two. And he could be the, my head coach for as long as he wants to be a head coach, as long as he has winning seasons. For sure. And he gets you there because you can right. see it happening. Now, you, you know what it takes. Seven losing seasons and you got rid of our best player <laughs> and you go 79, 88 without him and you... Uh, and he looks like he doesn't care anymore and he's just a dick. Like you're probably going to get the boot from me. Right. Like uh, and I'm with you. I'm not going to I'm not going to live or die by you be having success off the Patriots. Yeah. I agree. You know. But And I you know, it's and I love the personality of Mike Tomlin. And I think he runs a great locker room. It seems like he does. Um just from, you know, the outside looking in, but yeah, get with the times a little bit more. Yeah, just um offense. I don't know. It just RPO, gets boring. You know, like take something from the Eagles, take something from the Chiefs. Eagles play a great new age, old school football. Yeah. And I feel like that would be great for Pittsburgh. I mean, that's exactly what they should be doing. Like they just play like hard as if they have the almost unbeatable playing football right now. Yeah. You got the quarterback sneak, like where they just rate 93 They basically all like lock arms and rugby style right. essentially, but you know, it's not quite that, but the flying V. It is actually there. Um, people are arguing what the what they're doing is um, a rugby, rugby scrum or not, and they actually are wondering if they're trying to figure out ways to like the NFL is to outlaw that type of play. Yeah, I know. I, I did see a little bit of that. Was that on the uh, new like heights? No more pushing quarterback on a one yard sneak because they basically just grab him and throw him. Oh yeah, he jumps and then the other people push. Well, and it's also cool too because the lineman will just dive at the other people's legs. Mm-hmm. which immediately makes the defensive linemen lean over. And then at that point, you just, you don't have any leverage, right? You got the low ground. So all you need is you're going to get a yard almost every single time, unless something really tragically goes bad. 
And then they just run it every time. They should just do it like six times, seven times, eight <laughs> times in a row to see. I mean, they based, we watched the, uh, the game on Monday and they did it six times. Right. Seven times. It was a lot. They're, they were doing it a lot and I love it. I love watching it. Um, you know, moving, switching gears here into a different little topic, but, you know, team play as well coming up, Ryder Cup. Um, want to talk to you about, you know, some of the controversy. And now at this point, they're a team. They're cheering for each other. Um, but would you rather build a Ryder Cup team around chemistry or would you rather bring the best players in no matter what? And I have, well, are my chemistry players still in the top 50 in the world? Yeah. I'd rather go. It'd be like Justin Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I'd go chemistry. I think in the past USA has had trouble with the Ryder cup because they would just bring their whatever best players and it'd be more of a privilege to play in it. Not like we're trying to really win the thing. It felt like at times I feel like we, they were trying to, but not really. They were kind of in it. Now it's like, this is what people play for. It's a privilege to be on the team. And it's also like a chemistry thing. You gotta be like a good locker room guy too. Yeah. Um, like Justin Thomas gone because he's friends with, you know, Ricky Fowler and I think Jordan Spieth. The more that, I mean, this is a terrible like analogy, but it's personal and it feels like it would mean more. Is that if a part a partner to me in golf when you're playing a best ball or an alternate shot or whatever it may be, whatever mm-hmm. format, your partner in golf is so big because it's such a mental game, and like knowing that your partner is okay with a bad shot that you hit or knowing their game when they're able to like leave them in a, in a better spot or if I am going to miss maybe favor a bunker. If your sand game is really good. I mean, we're talking like maybe, maybe dream stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> My sand game couldn't be worse. But you know what I'm saying though, right? Like right. it's, it's they it's, it's that um, backbone where, you know, that like whatever I do, he's got my back. You can celebrate a little bit more. It's not uneasy. Right. Yeah, you need to have someone who, hey, these long par threes, I know JT's better at it than I am. Like, I'm going to just try to get some middle green. I'm going to let JT kind of like five or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just comes with like give and take in golf. I know it's an individual sport, but when you're with a partner, it's very team based. If you really are doing it correctly, like, you know, you're choosing where to hit balls based on what they're doing and you're trying to like give them reads at times and you're talking things out you're walking down the fairway with them you know especially on the alternate shot alternate and, shots crazy and you also you have a lot of downtime you have a you're, you're out there for five five and a half hours and you're like standing next to the your partner essentially you know 80 percent of the time yeah helping each other out with reads helping each other out with like strategies and talks like i, I think Maybe now the more I look at it, I previously I would have said, let's take the best players. Right. But now of going through some of our, you know, you know, amateur events and semi-competitive events and us doing, you know, competition, because I still get nervous on competition day. Granted, the um, pressure is is way, way far more seduced. But at the same time, there is a little bit of pressure and it's it's nice after we had that little powwow and being like, you know, F it. 
Like, right. We played so bad. What are we even worried about? Like, I just hit a good shot and let's just like move on and just know our intentions are pure. And like, I can't imagine doing that with someone I'm not close buddies with. Right. Because at some point we had, you had to have that talk, I guess. We had to have that talk when you really care about playing with the other person. It adds a good pressure onto it, but it can be too much where you're just pushing too hard and you have to have those real talks as a teammate sometimes being like, bro, like, let's just go play. Like, I don't care. Right. What you do. Like, I'm going to play my game and we're going to be fine. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just they bring the best out of each other because you can ride that way. Like you were saying, it can be better or worse. Um, but Patrick Cantlay and Brooks Kepka are on the team. There's some like, you know, turmoil in the past because um, Patrick Cantlay played so slow mm. and Brooks made comments about it. And, you know, Patrick came out with a statement. So basically saying like, I, you know, in, re in reality, I think he's talking about overall events are slow, but I'm pretty sure Brooks Kepka mentioned him by name. Yeah, I think he did. Brooks Kepka is okay, is, doesn't have a problem just throwing a couple players right under the bus. Yeah, so basically he said, you know, Patrick plays slow, and Patrick's response was like, maybe he was talking about other people as well, not just me which is how I'm taking it. It's you the know? high road right there, baby. And then he also says, I'm like, I'm his biggest fan this week. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just good teammate stuff to come in. I think USA's got a real challenge ahead of them. Um, there's some ballers on Europe. Uh, my key players to watch are going to be Ricky Fowler um, for USA. I think if Ricky can stay on what he's currently doing, he's going to be our biggest swing player on that team. And people are going to get behind him. For sure. He's going to be a big And he's guy. ranked really high right now because of how well golf he's been playing. But I don't know how that pressure is going to translate into Ryder Cup. You know, pressure with his game right now, it looks so good, so solid. But I'm worried that it might rock him a bit. And if that happens, he's kind of like one of our top players. And we have, like, rookies on the team right now who haven't really done a Ryder Cup before. Brian Harmon, like, came out of nowhere this year. Yeah. I knew he was a good player, though, before. Yeah, but, like, he wasn't making the Ryder Cup. Would you have said the beginning of the season, Brian Harmon um, making the Ryder Cup? No, but he always year? flirts on that edge. He kind of gets close. He's always, like, 25th in FedEx. Okay. Right around there. He's 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 a solid player. He's a clutch player, too. I love him. I think he's going to do great. That's good. I think he's going to do great. Who would you be your swing player for USA? Um, I think a guy that could bring a lot of momentum um, that needs to step up is Max Homa. First, first like Ryder Cup for him. He loves this stuff. Um, and the game has been a little bit on the shaky side at times. Right. Um, at the really high level. Um, but if he's got his, if he's got his candid five yard cut and he's controlling the ball really well, he could be really lethal. And when he's confident with his game, I see him being, um, I see him winning like, you know, two matches. That'd be awesome. Us. I'm really excited for this Ryder Cup. And then, um, this is like the first time that I've, and we have really like, have been preparing for it. It's like our first for like, I feel like also the golf has not been extremely good this year. This is like, we're really mounting this up to be no more live talk right now, which has been great in the golf. It's world. Awesome. It's awesome. It's just we're all on Team USA right now, and it's great. It's, it's great to root for like that one side. I'm just you know? I'm glad this whole hopefully this PGA Tour live thing dies down. 
next season and goes away completely mm-hmm. in the next couple. Um, Europe person to watch is Ludwig Aberg for me. Yeah, hundred percent. I think he's going to be a match play murderer. Um, hits the ball down the middle and as far as you would like, and he's used to shitty conditions. All these players are. It's going to be windy. It's going to be a little cold. The roughest stick can't really miss. You know what I mean? It's exactly so, what it, he could cause some problems. But then again, it, it's his first time playing under a mass, like a major uh, spotlight. So who knows how he's going to take it? Um, he seems like right. he's built as solid as they come. So we'll see. He looks like he has the perfect body for golf. Oh my God. I don't even know how tall he is. 6'3? He's he, long. He looks like he has someone cookie cutter to golf body yeah and put it on this man it looks like that's what every next year's look up some of this guy's swing i mean we you heard you heard it here first if you listened like three months ago we called out this dude like he is just went on a tear he's like he won the tournament again got himself a last minute invite to it if he stays healthy the dude's gonna have more than 20 career wins combined so combined dp world tour and pga tour very well could you just get 20 on the pga tour I mean, I think he can really. He just has the the look, the personality. I think he's, it's all all the tangibles are there for him. Um, yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Those are gonna be fun to get going. We're gonna make some wings on Sunday. Really excited for that, dude. Yeah, let's get in the cabbage a little bit here with that stuff. Uh, the wings on Sunday here. We're gonna do three different flavors. Are we doing three? We're gonna commit to the lemon pepper. I bought the seasoning. Oh, baby, let's go. Yeah, bought the seasoning. So it's coming. I didn't know it was in the cart. Oh, it's in the cart and purchased with the okay. MSG as well. Yeah, really excited for that actually too. Me too. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be super fun to try. I bet you it's gonna be unreal. It's gonna slap. It's you know what's gonna ruin chicken wings for us, right? What? But just fine because chicken wings. There's no good chicken wings anymore. Can we talk to the just restaurants in general? Can we all figure it out? It's really not that hard. Can we figure out chicken wings? Fry them. Par fry them. Give it five minutes, then fry them again in a higher temperature. And you can throw have the- some buffalo sauce on it and pass it to me. Right. I don't understand why and they. You, and why it's they- and it's messed up all the time. Yeah. If you can only uh, here's an here's maybe where restaurants maybe go wrong, and I don't know because I don't have the knowledge, but mm-hmm. the sauce is probably cold. Why don't you just make two really good sauces mm-hmm. or three? really good sauces and have those guys on the back burner and have those like hot and warm. I I think the sauces are in jars, not jars, but like little squeezy bottles. Yeah. Room temp. That's the problem. Cause you put a cold sauce mm-hmm. on a hot wing and then it loses all of its crunch. It needs you to think be- so? Yeah. The sauce controls the crunch. The well, hot, the temperature of the sauce. It certainly contributes to it. Yes. I, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Because all the sauce that I've been putting on stuff sometimes is just cold, and because the wings just come out so piping hot, mm-hmm. um, I think it's just a lack of execution. I'm gonna be honest. It's yeah, it's. it's I that think too. it's a lot of these okay. places don't want to fry a wing into like their fryers for fries and stuff. I assume for whatever reason, and it's just you know chicken and stuff like that. So maybe there's some weird stuff going on with it. But a lot of these places I get wings from are baked. And the wing isn't like crispy at all. So either like it's been sitting in sauce for too long or it's not fried properly. And also like just they were so expensive. Yeah. So I know expensive. wings is a cheap meat. 
It's, it's like four dollars a pound. So why am I getting charged twenty five dollars for 20, a pound for six wings? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like the biggest upcharge. They should be two dollars a wing if you really want to like get crazy with it. But I don't even think it should be that. I should. I think it should be like a dollar a if wing. If you're a wing shop, your overhead is the. I mean, the biggest one's the rent. But your wings are cheap. Fries are cheap. You're just making sauces. That's, that's it. That's cheap. Like what? What's why is this so outlandishly expensive? Wingstop is awful. Buffalo Wild Wings, awful. I'm not even. I'm not going to either of those places. And when I do go to Buffalo right. Wild Wings, I'm never getting wings. I'm just done with Buffalo Wild Wings. I won't step foot back in that place. It's just. It's just bad food. The only semi salvageable uh, chicken wing that we've had recently is shout out to the Newport Golf Course over yes. there. And I that is had like them forever. And those those wings are actually pretty damn good. They're they're great. And when you find one that and they're uh, more reasonably priced. Mm -hmm. They're not cheap, but they're more reasonably priced. I bet you maybe these people are doing um frozen chicken wings. That's probably what they're doing. Frozen chicken wings and throwing them right into a fryer essentially. That's just so tough. You right. gotta air dry them. Yeah. Pat, be, them, pat them down with a towel at the very least, dude. It'll be fun for us to throw out some sauces. We're doing that, watching Ryder Cup, doing some football. Um, you know, buddy, I think we, you know, we give, we got some hot topics here. I think we jump right into a little football betting. What do you say here? Yeah, I love that, dude. Let's get the little bets going. Um, God, dude, it's, it's, I'm a little salty at the moment because so, we have been catching some yeah, tough so, breaks. So let me just fill the people in here real quick. Yeah. You and I have been working out on Monday nights now religiously for the past two months. Awesome. Great. Maybe a month, maybe month. I would say two months now. Okay. Two yeah. months. Um, and after Monday, we usually just hang out and have, you know, dinner or whatever. And mm -hmm. we watch Monday night football together. If we're not watching on Monday night prior to football season, we were doing Tuesday workouts. So, right. Like workouts for two months. But for every Monday night football game now, we are basically, you know, are being able to watch. And it's been abysmal the way we've been betting. We're like 0-9. I'm awful at sports betting. It's on record, on tape, that I'm one of the worst sports bettors. I thought you were somewhat decent. Yeah, it turns out I'm just, just as bad as you are, dude. I don't know if I'm swaying you, but we're 0-9. So we thought it'd be funny. We did get one. We, we got did get one. one. Okay, we so we're 1-9. One. One we're 1-9. One and you know, let's let's clear the record as well. We are doing more parlays than not, but now we're, we're not doing crazy parlays where we're doing four prop bets in a parlay. It's we're two. doing we're doing two. So like you know, if we're feeling good about a player like Puka Nakua, we wanted to have over seven recep receptions and over seventy two and a half yards was that line. Yeah, and we looked great in the first half, and the dude didn't catch a single ball in the second half, and so. Yeah, we so fell flat tough. on our face, but like that was another one, you know, it was like that looks like a very hittable one. Matt Stafford to get 23 or more completions and six rushing yards. Well, look at his previous two games. He runs for six almost every game. He ran for seven and his on that Monday night game. And we he all he didn't drop back to pass that many times. And he dropped a lot of. Uh, wider or running back passes. Yeah, so we've been having some tough breaks here. Tough, tough breaks for the boys. But it's all going to turn around here. So we decided we're going to start betting with you guys on Thursday nights, um, just so we can get um, prop bets that we like to do for fun. 
because we record here on Tuesday nights, like Andrew said. So um, we are going to throw you guys out some bets. It's Green Bay versus Detroit Lions at Green Bay. Um, we're going to go straight up Green Bay money line. Um, I really like where the Green Bay players are sitting right now. Love, I love me some love right now. Um, yeah. He's doing great. Really happy you gave him, you know, we traded for him in Dynasty. In Dynasty League. Yeah. Really, I do. really I, needed it. It's going to be a big uh, showcase for our Dynasty Leagues because you also, in that package deal, I got Amon Ross St. Brown. So he's also going to be on display on Thursday night. Yeah. So it's going to be um, pretty fun for us to watch together. I like the money line on Green Bay. It seems like, yes, they do have a lot of good things going for them. Um, I'm really blanking on the the head coach's name right now, but I'm a big fan of him. Um, I think he runs a good tight ship and knows what he's doing and is also inventive and runs some good schemes. Great. Um, and it's also just like 68 degrees, partly cloudy. It's, it looks like great weather. And um, some of the injured players on Green Bay are coming back. Yeah, we're hoping more than likely. Yeah, we're hoping Christian Watson comes back and we're hoping Jair Alexander comes back. Those are the two big, big, big dogs. Um, because if he, if Jair Alexander doesn't play, the Lions might be running up the scoreboard. That's the only concern, really. Yeah. And I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to be, we're going to hit that one. That's plus odds. So you'll win some extra cash there. And then we're doing our little classic two man parlay. We're going Romeo Dobbs over 38 yards reception, mm-hmm. which I think um, he's going to be one of the only healthy options on that team at the moment. It's going to be a high scoring game. I could see him catching you know, two or three passes for, you know, 10 yards. Dobbs? Yeah. Oh, easy. Easy. He could catch. I see him catching five for 62. That's that's great. And then yeah. um, Mari St. Brown. Yeah. Over 75. I mean, the dude's a stud. One of the little parlay there. One of one of the better wide receivers in the game. Um, he just looks great. And so I, I think if Jair Alexander doesn't play, this is kind of covering our asses a little bit. If, if Christian Watson doesn't play, yeah, we're kind of covering our just straight up money line Green Bay bet. And now betting that Amon Ross St. Brown is going to go ham, Crazy. A, little, a little bit more ham and go for like 100 plus receiving yards. Oh, yeah. And same with Dobbs. Dobbs becomes the number one wide receiver. Christian Watson doesn't play. So um, we're kind of like, it's it's both hedging. And if we hit both, then that's, that's even then we're, better. Then we're going to start it off. So it's going to be a little, it's going to be called the fade us segment here. What is it? The fade us segment. Fade Fade us. Oh, fade us segment. Fade us. You want to fade our bets. Do not pick what we're picking. <laughs> I pick two different, <laughs> pick the unders. And go with the Detroit Lions if you want to win money. You're is, that, gonna, is that what fade us means? Yeah, like you fade my bet. Wow, I'm learning so much tonight. Yeah, this is great. Just, this has just been a learning podcast for both of us here. Um, great pod, buddy. Uh, you got anything for the people here? Um, fuck stubbing your toe. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's banging hot. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's all time. That's what the people want, you know. Like, comment, subscribe. 2.0 in the cabbage season two is coming bigger and better than ever. YouTube videos, websites, stay tuned. It's uh, in the works, baby. We're, we're up and coming right now. We are up and coming. We don't play on going anywhere because we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging.